1: With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh. Well, morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the fourth day of October. Quattro de octubre, Big J.
0: to uh,
1: de octubre. No, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to repeat what you said. <sighs> that didn't sound anything like octubre. But I welcome you to Tuesday, and hopefully you're having a good one so far. How that's possible at 6.05, I'm not exactly sure, but I, I want to at least put that kind of positive energy into the world. I feel like we have to offset our intro a little bit, because all those people they talked to about our show, not a single one had anything nice
0: to say about us. Huh? Yeah. Everybody says we're we're dirty and we're despicable. Yeah, Yeah, despicable. That's the one that stands out.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't think I've heard anybody outside of Daffy Duck use that word, and it was used to describe us. What's that guy's problem? Good question. (laughs) And where does he want to fix it? That's my follow-up to that.
0: Yeah, how about some constructive, like, ideas? Help out. Yeah, do our jobs for us, you guys. Give us ideas. 15 years, we're out of them! (laughs) Out of those ideas! (laughs) Give us something. Uh, Speaking of which,
1: I I have started the preliminary. Now that there are some pieces in place, I have started the preliminary, kind of drawing up of the plans of the X-Rock Murder Mystery. Yeah, that will be coming up at the end of this month, and uh, and I started I started thinking about that as I was like, because you know usually what I do is I, I need ten clues at least in case somebody solves it beforehand. Right. That's fine, but I need at least ten clues to get us there. And I, I always start with kind of like just a simple like you know here's what the clue is going to be in this particular one, and then I'll I'll write a script around that. And and I, as I got to like clue eight, I was like, God, man how many of these murder mysteries <laughs> have I written and, and I'm like are, are any of them like one of those deals where I, a fresh idea or I, I'm like I, I even I am like am I repeating myself and I don't think I am and then I have to like go back and look and just make sure I'm not so that I'm not like plagiarizing myself from other well, you murder mysteries you to sit down
0: and do camp. a writer's room
1: uh, well, I mean, God bless uh, our team, which is full of creative and uh, and amazing people who are all fantastic at their job. But nothing freezes anybody up more than going, "Hey, I need some ideas for this." And then and, and then people started feeling pressure, and then they, they get in their head. And so I'm just like, you know what? I'll I just, take some I pressure
0: Ideas, they just they just get rejected. That's
1: not true. I we used your what your big idea for the uh, the murder mystery t- this year.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what are you talking well, about? Well, not everybody freezes.
1: No, no. But uh, we've done this before. Uh, I've done this before yeah, with, like, imaging and stuff where I'm like, hey, guys, I could use some ideas. And then I hear from, like, one person. And so it's like, okay, I get it. But sometimes when, when the assignment is given, it gets in people's heads. sometimes. And so uh, I like to try to take some of that pressure off. And put it on myself. You need to offer get. pizza. Is that what it understand? is? Yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of which, we never really talked about this, but we had a staff meeting together, and I ordered pizza. Is it bad form because everybody ate the pizza before I got a piece? Didn't even get a chance to have it. Uh, well, you didn't order enough pizza. Yeah, that my was the first meeting. problem. What was the problem? Two it was, there pizzas, were- two larges. Hey, by the way, it seemed like everybody was happy.
0: Jerk. I didn't see you except step up, except for me.
1: Nirvana, kick it off the morning after here on the X Rocks. Launch newsfeed.
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Seems like every time I turn around around here, Big J, you're telling me about the 2022 Miss Teen USA pageant, which I think is a little weird. <laughs> hey man, to each his own. But wanna say congratulations to Idaho Native, and Eagle High School graduate, Jenna Beckstrom Big J. She represented Idaho in the 2022 Miss Teen USA Pageant in Reno over the weekend, and guess what, dude? Finished uh what? Go ahead. She won! No, no. It's a good guess, though, considering okay. the way I set it up. You
0: really did set it up for that.
1: But, no, she she ended up being a, a finalist, uh, second place in the field of 51 teens, representing all 50 states in the District of Columbia. And so this is only the third time Idaho has been a finalist in the 40-year history of the Miss Teen USA Uh Last time this happened was 1989, Big J, when you're still in short pants, when Brandy Sherwood won the title. That's the last time this happened. So, way to go. Congrats to Jenna. Her family was there to cheer her on. Always nice when Idaho can get some representation on that particular side of things. So, way to go. We have some history, of course, with some, uh, you know, pageant winners here on the radio station. Agree or disagree, Big J?
0: Yeah. Ancient history at this point. That's not necessarily true. Joelle was pretty recent. Uh,
1: And so, congratulations to a fellow pageant winner as well.
0: You ever win a pageant, Big J? Beauty or otherwise? Of course not. Come on little bit? No. All right. Well, listen, there's still time. No, there isn't. You're telling me there's no No. 45-plus male pageants out there that you can enter? Especially for plus-size males.
1: Oh, come on, man. You don't have to enter plus-size things. You can go into any beauty contest you want. Well, I want to win. Hey, listen, uh, you could win. It's all about confidence. Yeah. And if you knock those questions out of the park, mm-hmm. you never know. You win the personality
0: side of things? Well, and- we all know how I can answer a question and ask one in particular. What I ain't winning bleep. <laughs> all right, well,
1: that's it. I-, I have more confidence in you than you do. Thanks. It happened last night, Big J, uh, despite... I'm thinking I might start asking you for on-air predictions and then just hedge your predictions. No, I neg, I, neg, I go neg because it works. Well, yeah, but you didn't go neg against the Dolphins or, you know, anything else. Uh, when I asked you how things well, were like, going to turn out... the Dolphins
0: out. had been on
1: fire a little bit. True, but uh, the 49ers have had the Rams number the last couple of years, and that continued last night. 24-9, uh, to 9, your final score, and that game really wasn't as close as the final score... Uh, made it look so well done to the 49ers they beat the rams as we wrap up uh, week number four for the nfl season baseball is getting ready to wrap up as well the yankees the marlins and the rockies all winners yesterday as we make the pennant race and the wild card race and all that kind of stuff with just a couple games left in the major league baseball season before the playoffs begin but i want to say a quick tip of the cap everybody's talking about aaron judge home runs But let's not forget that Albert Pujols is still knocking him out of the park as well. Uh, He added another milestone to his baseball resume yesterday. He passed Babe Ruth on the all-time RBI list when he hit home run number 703. He is now in sole possession of second place. Uh, We know, and Henry Aaron, of course, the number one spot on the RBI list as well. So way to go, man. Albert Pujols, uh, 703 and a bunch of RBIs in his career. Hell of a career for the Cardinals and the Angels. Big J, have you started watching, or you're not watching House of the Dragon? Remind me how this is. I'm not, is going. I'm not currently not watching. But you're not you're not adverse to it. No. Uh, there's a lot of people that are upset at House of the Dragon already. Uh, apparently, they're pissed at the lighting on the show. It's it's shot too dark, like it's a Batman or movie something. They're complaining that uh, they can't see what's going on. Uh, they're spending 20 million dollars an episode to put this together and people are not exactly happy that they can't see the action or really any of the movement on the screen i hate that uh hbo max has responded saying that uh basically they appreciate them you know calling them out on it, and they said that they weren't exactly happy about the lighting either but then hbo was like why don't you you know Dim the lighting in your place so that you can do it. But my advice has always been you shouldn't have to change your environment in order to watch a television show. That, that is not making it as ideal as possible for the audience.
0: Yeah, you're already setting yourself up for failure, too, by the way. Making people jump through hoops to, to watch your show.
1: Yeah, uh, but, you know, it hasn't infected, affected numbers or anything like that. It's still doing fairly well in the, you know, amount of viewers that are watching the show. It's just we like to complain about stuff, and I think that's what's part of this is. I can't confirm or deny it because I'm not watching the show either, so I don't know if it's a legitimate complaint or somebody's just, you know, pissing and moaning about something that... They don't really need to because it makes them happy. But a lot of people have jumped on this bandwagon on social media and aren't exactly happy with the way that the show is looking. It's a little bit too dark for their liking. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. With your permission, Big J, I'd like to explain what Streaming Dumbass is.
0: Okay, please.
1: I I don't know. (laughs) Well, I know you know, but maybe somebody's tuning in for the first time and not aware how this all works. Basically, we need your help. We are going to make Big J watch a movie tonight, and he's going to have to review that movie for you to let you know if it's good, bad, or whatever. But, here's the catch. Big J doesn't pick out that movie. You guys do. I am going to read you the descriptions of three different movies that are streaming somewhere on a wonderful place called the Internet. All you have to do is, based on the description of the movie you hear, decide which movie you would like to saddle Big J with tonight. Now, that could be a movie that you think you've seen and you think Big J might like. You might want to vote for that one. It could be a movie that you think sounds interesting and you really want to see Big J's legitimate opinion. That's cool. Or it could be a movie that you think sounds terrible and you just want to torture Big J. I'm not here to influence your vote. I'm here to tell you the options that you have. All you need to do is text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three to 208-287-1003, the TDS Fiber text line. And the movie that gets the most votes is the one Big J is obligated to watch, regardless of his personal opinion. Obligated. And the more mo- the votes we get, the better off it is, because the less chance of a tie. So we're looking for as many votes as possible. Are you ready, Big J? Yep. Are you ready, ex-listeners? Yeah great movie number one a patriarch of a wealthy and powerful family suddenly passes away leaving his wife and daughter with a shocking secret that threatens to unravel and destroy their lives damn movie number two a volatile childhood allows an up-and-coming actor to rise to stardom but soon success starts to blur the lines of fact and fiction causing them to explore the widening split between public and private personalities and movie number three When an injury ends his amateur boxing career, a man moves to L.A. to find money and fame. However, a horrible motorcycle accident leaves him wondering if he can use his second chance to maybe help
0: others. Movie number one, Knives In.
1: Movie number two, The Truman Show 2. Or movie number three, Rocky Goes Hollywood. These are your choices, guys. (laughs) All you have to do is text in which movie you think Big J should watch, movie one, movie two, or movie three. We will reveal the winners, the order of the votes, and also the titles of all three of the movies. That's happening next on The X Rocks. That is Three Days Grace, never too late here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's time to wrap up Streaming Dumbass and figure out a movie for Big J to watch and review tonight. So we go to the results. Big J, have the votes been tabulated? They've been tabulated. Is there a clear and decisive winner? Oh yeah. Then let's go in order. First of all, did any of these descriptions sound familiar to you? No. No. No guesses on any of them. Nope. Common theme is they're all fairly new movies available to Netflix, so maybe that could have been something that triggered something in your mind, but they may sound familiar as we go through them. What movie came in third place and will you not be watching? Movie number three. Movie number three, probably the biggest named uh, cast of the bunch. That's got Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson in it. The movie is called Father Stew, Big J. And it is available for you to watch on Netflix if you're so inclined, but you didn't sign that into it when the description was read, so I'm no, guessing it no. might be a hard pass for you. Yes, sir. Uh, that is available for those of you that maybe it did sound interesting. What movie came in second place? Uh, movie number two. Oh, all right. Uh, that movie is called Blonde. That stars Anna DeArmis and Adrian Brody. That I'm sure you've heard of. Agree or disagree, okay. Yes, yes. That is the Marilyn Monroe movie that's getting a lot of buzz and controversy on Netflix. Rated NC-17. This could have been our first first nc-17 movie featured on streaming dumbass but alas it was not selected that mean movie number one must have been yes yeah uh this one is called inheritance and it's got lily james in it it also features simon pegg former guest of the morning after and so you'll be watching second week in a row lily james oh uh, what was last week's
0: movie
1: you know uh
0: i know that's not lily james oh sorry
1: uh
0: who did you think lily james I was know. i don't know I don't know now. I don't know if I've ever seen this lady. Uh,
1: well, she played Pamela Anderson in the upcoming or the Pam the Pam and Tommy series on Hulu with Sebastian Stan. So you uh, you didn't watch the series, but at least you know who she is. Maybe not at all. No. Did you? uh, There's got to be something. Now I'm curious. Look up her on IMDb. There has to be something you've seen her in. She's been in so much stuff. That uh, that something has to have crossed your eye. Uh, Let's
0: see here. What has crossed my eye in her filmography? Um. Oh no. She uh, and Emily in Paris is that the TV series she stars in? War and Peace. No, that's not not. not no. Downton Abbey. No, never watched that. Secret Diary of a, Call- a Secret Diary of a Call Girl. That's uh, it. That's what, that's what, see, what right? I saw her
1: in. So, so you're gonna watch Inheritance. It is available for you <laughs> <laughs> to watch on Netflix and uh, Big J will watch it tonight and he will give you a review of it this time tomorrow and let you know if it's any good for you which it's been in the top ten of Netflix for a while but uh, none of that means anything to Big J. So, inheritance? Yes, that's the name of the movie. If you would like to play uh, the home game that's the movie you need to watch check it out. It is available now on Netflix.
0: The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: I've got good news and I've got bad news, Big J. What would you like to hear first?
0: Let's go with the bad news.
1: The bad news is you're going to have to stop eating red meat as often as you're eating it. Oh. The good news, though? I finally have an answer to the questions of uh, how can I last longer in the bedroom, those notes that somebody's been leaving in this break room. Jesus. That suspiciously looks like your handwriting. Oh, those are for you. The answer is if you cut down on your red meat, apparently that can help with your nether regions, Big J uh apparently uh, a bunch of red meat can lead to excess iron which is linked to a lot of erectile dysfunction and also can narrow the blood flow to your nether regions and now you know also you're gonna want to ditch the high sugar treats as well because they can thicken blood and damage nerves and now nigh- that's not good for bedroom stamina either what's good for getting it onto the bedroom big J? Food's high in zinc, flavonoids, vitamin B6, they all can help. Flavonoids! So next time you're at the supermarket, pass on the beef, Big J. Grab yourself some beans, some berries, and some salmon. Next thing you know, you're like freaking Fabio Part 2 in there. It's sounds just like healthy eating. Yeah, it's exactly... It's almost <laughs> like if you eat healthy, Big J, that actually translates to other parts of your life being better. It's weird. Huh. Including your sex life. So
0: think about it. How much you? is too much red meat?
1: Uh, I guess it kind of depends on the person. My guess is if you're having trouble in the bedroom, you're eating too much red meat.
0: And I don't really eat that much red meat. So take it down a notch. you would be
1: surprised. Would I? Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: you know, beef is red meat. You understand that, right? Right. Okay. I don't really eat that much beef. What are you eating these days? What did you have for dinner last night? Uh, Last night I had uh, a couple frozen burritos, meat and cheese Burritos. I mean, the meat would probably be red meat in there. You understand that, right? No, it was bean and cheese Oh, I thought you said meat and and bean burritos.
1: Tony La Russa announced he is retiring from managing yesterday, just weeks after leaving the Chicago White Sox for a medical procedure. The skipper leaves the game as one of the most accomplished managers in Major League history. 35 years as a manager, he has won 2,897 games, three World Series titles, but has some medical issues that's not going to allow him to get back on the field. So that is it. For Tony La Russa. Albert Pujols hit home run number 703 last night. Pretty impressive passing Babe Ruth on the all-time RBI list. That was pretty nice. Uh, Denver Nuggets Jamal Murray cleared to start practicing after 539 days after suffering a torn ACL back in April of 2021. Uh, that's going to do it for him for a while, they thought, but he still was expected to be back. I mean, it's been almost two years, Big Jack. Wow. And he is coming back from an ACL injury. He was uh, started for the Denver Nuggets last night in a preseason game. So good for him. 49ers beat the Rams last night, 24 to nine on Monday Night Football is week four wrapped up in the NFL. And if you missed it, uh, depends on where you're living in the world of spoilers or how much context you want. But. The official second trailer for Black Panther, Two: <laughs> Wakanda Forever dropped, providing a glimpse of the new Black Panther for the first time ever. Uh, it appears to be uh, Letitia Wright, who kind of it, it takes over in the comic books as well, so that makes sense as the new Black Panther. But it's certainly going to be an emotional movie, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, it looks like to be great. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic too. Although I, I, I will say this, I, I am, I'm a little bit tired of the Marvel cinematic universe and TV show trope where they introduce what is clearly a protagonist as an antagonist for the first part of the movie and then turning it around, which what they're clearly doing with Namor here, who's going to be the big bad but is very famously a good person in the comic books. I'm sure that's just some confusion that'll be ironed out during the course of the movie, but uh, you can check out the trailer to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It will hit theaters on November the 11th, and the second trailer's out there now. <coughs>
0: On 100.3, the X rocks.
1: And you thought OnlyFans was just a porn website, Big J? No, I've been trying to say it's not. We are headed to the internet for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I will introduce you to a new angle of uh, OnlyFans, whereas you can completely control somebody's life, Big J. How does it feel? It feels creepy as hell. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Uh, that's what this whole We're Going to Hell story is about. You know, if you think of OnlyFans or you think about subscri- subscription based things, usually it is nude photos and pornography that come to mind. And I suppose that's fair. I mean, OnlyFans has built up an empire based on that particular subject, but that's not the only thing you'll find on it in fact it's a story from over in England involving a student named Lori he was 22 years old of course OnlyFans only first names are given Big J you don't need their last name it's none of your business you understand right yeah and sure. she started up an OnlyFans a- after she helped her friend do it and then she kind of messed around on the website and she's like all of this is like the same and it's not exactly interesting or different and so she thought she would put a new spin on things now, Lori has decided that she is going to let her OnlyFans followers basically decide every aspect of her life. Whenever she is going to make a decision, she will leave it up to the voters that subscribe to her page, and she will do what is selected from them. It's almost like somebody has made an OnlyFans out of streaming dumbass Big J Another idea ideas of ours stolen.
0: It, it was an original idea as well, so that's an intellectual property that we uh, probably should look into suing for. All right.
1: Uh, they, so far her uh, followers have used OnlyFans to make her leave her boyfriend oh, uh, man, they have made out. her leave her job uh, they have made her take a helicopter tour despite her overwhelming fear of heights and they also help pick the theme of all of her photo shoots so let's not you know forget that there are some sexy photos involved as well yeah. just not I- just not that's not the bulk of the account uh, and you won't be surprised to find out, Big J. This OnlyFans account very successful. She's in the top 0.07 percent of all OnlyFans accounts worldwide, and she is not messing around when it comes to what she could do or can't do based on only her followers' opinions. She decided that she wanted to do this because she started following a bunch of random people on OnlyFans when she helped her friend create a page, and then she realized there was really no interaction between the people that were on the site and the actual followers, and she's like, man, I just kind of wanted to get to know these people a little bit better, and maybe, you know, have a conversation, but nobody was responding, so what if I create an an OnlyFans page that really only did that? Engage people in conversation, ask questions, and then, you know, actually follow through on some of the things that were asked and requested, and so that was the idea behind the actual page, and it's become a very big success. Now, she does admit that So far, some of the decisions that the followers have made her done haven't worked out great. She doesn't like the fact that she no longer has a job, but guess what? When your only page is doing as much as she is, I'm sure she's doing all right financially. That's the flip side to that. So she doesn't need it because she's got her only fan page that's killing it. I don't know about her relationship with her boyfriend, whether or not that was a good or bad thing. But yeah, whenever you leave that up to the internet, odds are they're going to make the worst choice possible. So she says she's prepared mentally for it, and I guess it's a good idea. So if you always wanted to control some random woman's life, I guess you could do so
0: on OnlyFans. But it seems like it's not like an individual being just creepy by themselves it's a group of people
1: yes it is a collective creep uh factor you're absolutely right but i it does seem to me to be like the downside to this is they're clearly picking the most possibly damaging decision out of all three you know yeah it's
0: like a parliamentary procedure situation but but on only fans yeah i'd like to see her do this and then everybody's like i'll second that yeah and it's always the worst possible thing that they could ask her to do right Uh, But, you know, then again,
1: she is creating the polls, so she has to put those options in there. I don't know if anybody's just throwing up random options. Like, should she jump out of a helicopter and parachute kind of a thing? Uh, Was not. I mean, she had to, I guess, eventually go along for the ride.
0: I wonder how much her subscription fee is. Because you can vary that thing, I guess.
1: The page is known as Live With Lori, so check it out on OnlyFans and find out for yourself. I'm scared to click any link that is attached to OnlyFans on this computer. Therefore, I have not done so. You're like, so.
0: who's been doing stuff on OnlyFans <laughs> over here? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rock. The- <laughs> Another dimension. <laughs> Intergalactic here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, both of us get played to express ourselves and talk for a living. But would you say that you have a potty mouth when you're not on the radio?
0: Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's I've chilled out a little bit lately. but. Uh, well, How many times would you say you swear
1: during the course of a day? Give me a number. I, I mean, Rough I, estimate. Give or take five. 20 times. 20 times. Well, guess what? That would put you right in the average, my friend. How does it right. feel? I feel average. Yay! The survey was done by Preply, and they wanted to kind of break down, okay, where in the United States do people have the biggest potty mouths, and where do people behave themselves when it comes to expressive language? And... Uh, It probably maybe would shock you, but the number one place where the most swear words are uttered, according to the survey, Columbus, Ohio, Big J, We've been there. Yeah. 36 swears per day. It's far and away the number one place in the country. Vegas comes in at number two with 30 cusses per day. And then Jacksonville, Florida, Oklahoma City, and then Dallas in fifth place. The average American swears about 21 times per day. The state of Idaho finds themselves tied for 12th, Big J, at about 19 swears per day. So you're a little bit higher than the average Idahoan, if you will. But you are doing pretty well when it comes to America. So hopefully that feels good. I don't know how accurate this survey is because the uh, according to the survey, the least amount of swears per day are uttered in Phoenix, Arizona. That came in number one on the list, 14 swears per day. Portland, Oregon, right behind that. Boston and Milwaukee tied for third place in this particular thing. And I've lived in both Milwaukee and Phoenix. And I would say uh, people swear a lot there. (laughs) Or maybe it's just the people I hang around. I don't know. Maybe it's just you. Uh, Could very well be. Maybe I've left those places so the numbers have gone down drastically. But, like, even I, while I certainly do cuss, I don't think I reach that 20 threshold. I mean, if I have a bad day, of course, it's a different story altogether but they also kind of went into okay when do Americans swear the most number one big J at work 69% of us are most likely to drop an F-bomb when we're working Uh, then coming in second place just in front of random strangers I don't know what that is but uh, it seems like people are feeling more comfortable in front of people they don't know and therefore are able to just drop F-bombs third place was at the dinner table what a weird thing to say (laughs) You ever swear at dinner, Big J? Probably. And then number four is in front of elders. What's going on with Yeah, That's <laughs> wrong. That is wrong. Swearing in it's front like of my people. kid. Your kid likes to swear in front of elders? It's me. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think they just like to, well, you probably taught them how to swear if we're being perfectly honest, so that's probably on you. Feels that way. But we also swear at the most. Elders were came in third place. We swear at ourselves the most, and I am very much guilty of this. I, when you know, when we hurt ourselves, we definitely swear. If we're expressing road rage where nobody can hear us but ourselves, we're swearing. When we receive bad news, we swear to ourselves. When we receive good news, we probably swear to ourselves. Believe, yeah, yeah, you know. And then, of course, uh, arguing with someone is also another situation. The question now becomes: if you want to actually replace those swear words with words that you can use in mixed company, like how we do it on the radio, Big J. What do you think the number one replacement swear word is? Words that we use in place of words that you cannot say in front of mixed company. Fudge? Fudge is number one with a bullet, no doubt. Yeah. Shoot is number two, Frick is number three, Crap is four, and Dang is five. Others making the list, uh, Heck, Darn It, Holy Cow, Dang, Freaking, Poop, Fork, Mother Trucker, and Holy Smokes, Big J. Some of my ah, favorites. Heck. Ah, heck! heck! Well, you used to say, what was it? Horse crap, right? That was yeah, the Yeah, yeah, actually. That was the Big J catchphrase. That catch was the phrase? moniker.
0: Because I couldn't say the, you know... <laughs> right. So it became horse crap. Which I love to say. I used to love to say that. What I'm happened? I'm like, I can't say it on the radio. You just grew up?
1: Or the, the nope. horse yeah. bleep you can't yeah. say on the radio. Yes. Uh, but... Now we know there are many different ways that we can use words to express ourselves. I had
0: to kind of, I tried to drop it because I was tired of people asking me to say it. It was like your catchphrase. People wanted you to say it. You were like your
1: Urkel. They wanted you to say it. I'm
0: more than a damn catchphrase. Do people still ask you to say it? Horse crap that a couple times every now and then.
1: Is it just like, hey, Big J, will you say horse crap for me? That's what it was like. Do you oblige when they ask? Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Now you just tell them, no, I'm with my family. I don't say that word anymore?
0: I don't know. <laughs> in what scenario that, no, I don't. Be like, fudge you. Oh, you just bring up another word that you're allowed to say to yeah, them. Or, or the, they'll be like, hey, see horse crap. And, and then they'll be like, are you still on the radio? I'm like, thanks for listening, jerk. And then I walk away. <laughs> that sounds like it's not a great thing.
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J, We are still on the radio, believe it or not
0: after with Nick and Big J.
1: Those that have done it successfully will tell you, those that have failed will tell you as well. Quitting smoking is one of the hardest things you can do. It's very difficult to pull that off, and to those that have, in fact, done it, congratulations. And so now there are experts speaking up on how to make it a little bit easier for you if you decide now's the time to put the lighter down. Basically, it's going to involve a little bit of work. Number one, you're going to have to want to quit. That's of course the hardest hurdle to clear. In fact, write down the reasons why you want to quit. Anybody that's in therapy will tell you that you do a lot of writing. It's one of those things that helps you realize things, that helps you really honestly think the thoughts that you need to think and write things out. Lots of journaling, lots of stuff that you need to do when you're kind of going through something and you need to make sure you're understanding why you're going through it. So that's the first step. Uh, It can be for health reasons, it can be for your family, it can be you don't want your clothes to smell anymore, it doesn't matter what the reason is, it just needs to be something that is true to you, important to you, and important enough to write down. That way, when you're struggling, you can go back on this list and go, this is why I'm doing what I want to do. And then, of course, stopping smoking AIDS, like chewing gums and nicotine patches, they can also help for when cravings hit, but you might want to buddy up with a friend or relative and quit together because having somebody else to lean on that's going through the same stuff that you're going through makes these experiences easier. And then finally, especially when it comes to something where you're changing a lifestyle, a lifestyle that at one point cost you money, keep something either in an app or on, on a paper, a list of the money that you're saving because you're no longer buying cigarettes or you're no longer buying alcohol, or you're no longer buying yeah. whatever vice that is that you're looking to give up because of whatever reason, that's something that you can do. But don't like just count it up. They also say, hey, save up that money and then use it to buy something else as a reward to yourself. Like a vacation where you're like, man, I stopped smoking. Now I can afford a cruise or I stopped smoking. Now I can afford this crack. Yes. Now I'm finally the crack addict that I wanted to be. You get it. So think about it. And that's a little bit of hit. And and there's a lot of things that you can extend that to. It doesn't necessarily have to be smoking. But whenever you're making a lifestyle change, these are some tips and ideas to make it a little bit easier for you, the person that's trying to change things. The San Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams last night 24-9. Final score on Monday night football. Uh, Jamal Murray played a game for the Denver Nuggets for the first time in 539 games. The starting point guard for the team tore his ACL back in April of 21. And he was back on the court for a preseason game for the Denver Nuggets, which is pretty impressive. And finally, I'm sure, was what Nugget fans are thinking good news if you have dk metcalf in your fantasy team he was carted off uh from the game on sunday but wasn't because he was injured he just had to go to the bathroom big j and he didn't want to do the crap walk all the way back to the locker room
0: uh apparently that uh the the um the locker room is one of the furthest in the nfl so that's why they, they threw him on a cart.
1: because oh going to the one in detroit it's like the yeah. visiting locker room is super far away from yep. where they were so yeah why not plus i mean man, if you can hitch a ride anywhere i say do it right Yeah, might as well. But, yeah, I mean, if you have to go to the bathroom, uh, it probably was uh, quite the uh, different walk of shame for him, but a ride of shame. But you know what? He got the job done, and he's just fine. And he felt a little bit lighter when he got back on the field. Big J, Drew Barrymore is talking about something that could happen, but we don't know if it's going to. Uh, She is talking about Charlie's Angels 3, Big J. She said that she was texting Lucy Liu last week, and Lucy Liu is at doing Comic Cons right now because she's helping plug the new Shazam movie, and they asked her if she would ever do a Charlie's Angels 3. And Drew Barrymore was like, you know what? I haven't thought about that in a while, but I'd she'd be shocked if anybody, especially now that Cameron Diaz is back in the acting game, if anybody would say we wouldn't do a third movie. She said she would. Lucy Liu said she would, and now I imagine they just need some other interest. The question becomes... Would you
0: see a Charlie's Angels 3, Big J? I, I don't know. I'd well, that would happen. I'd have to see a trailer to get into it.
1: Why? You didn't like uh, one or two? Oh, I loved one. Did two not like was two. like, two. Well, you know, obviously they'd have to have another Bosley yet again, because Bosley in two was Bernie Mac, who's no longer with us, who took over for yeah. Bill Murray, who will never work with Lucy Lou again. And vice versa, Lucy Lou wouldn't work with Bill right. Murray again either. And so there's going to be yet another change. I don't know if you'd bring Shia LaBeouf back into the fold. Who also was in Charlie's Angels 2 uh, and, and then you know I'm sure Crispin Glover would, would Come along for the ride, he's the only other person That was in <laughs> both of those movies uh, I enjoyed One a lot, yep. two was A little bit different for me But uh, I feel like there's a reason They haven't gone back to that well Plus, you know, they've also done a reboot In between that time as well, don't forget There was the Charlie's Angels movie that That Elizabeth Smart put together Did you ever see that? No, I didn't was there? Did you not like the trailer? Is that why?
0: <sighs> yeah, I just didn't. Uh, I wasn't super interested in it. I guess.
1: What Maybe was it, it about the? Fr- was it just like because it also was kind of like a comedy as well as like an action movie yeah. that made you want to join up on Charlie's Angels: The Original? Okay, yeah, because the the reboot seemed like a more straightforward kind of like action. Plus, I thriller.
0: love McGee, so yeah. And he and he directed that movie. He didn't do the sequels. Who did so. the sequel? That I don't know.
1: I thought he was involved in all of them, but it could be wrong. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff right now for the 8 o'clock hour.
0: Culture Smackdown. (laughs) On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, We have uh, some tickets here for you coming up Friday out at the Rev Center. Uh, Hell of a show, man. In this moment, you've got nothing more and... Uh, the Cherry Bomb is going to be part of the show as well. So we'll get you set up with tickets if you can beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown.
1: A show that will be attended by Radio's Big J. Agree or disagree? Yeah. All right. So you can swing on by, make him say horse crap, and enjoy the fun that is a wonderful concert on Friday night. But you do have to beat him in Pop Culture Smackdown first in order to do that. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play this little game. Big J, do you feel ready? I, I want to warn everybody, by the way, we are going to start things off with Big J expert territory, OK? So it's going to be a little bit difficult for you to pull this off. Oh, man. But we'll see how you
0: do. Sounds Hello, like The X. me up for failure. No.
1: Hello, The X. Dad? Aw. Scared him away, man. Yes. Hello, Suck The it. X. Hello. Good morning. Hi. What's your name? Uh, well, will you're up first will today is national vodka day i'm sure i don't have to tell you that but what is most vodka made from is it made from rye potatoes or hops um hops hops is incorrect It's how we make beer big j yeah hello the x hey how are you good man most vodka is made from what rye potatoes or hops potatoes potatoes incorrect It's a good guess, but now, by process of elimination, hopefully we all have the right answer. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What is most vodka made from? Rye, potatoes, or hops? Potatoes. Potatoes, no. Now, some can be made from it, but not most vodka made from potatoes. That's just some. Hello, The X. Hey. Hey, most vodka is made from what? Rye, potatoes, or hops? Potatoes. Potatoes. (laughs) Wrong. The delay is just slaughtering people today hello the x hello hey most vodka made from what rye Rye. potato oh thank you thank you very much sir appreciate it uh what is your name you're taking on big j steve steve all right big j this question is for you in the movie casino royale james bond orders a vodka martini this vodka martini has a very specific name what is it mentioned both in the book in the movie and also is a famous drink in and of itself it's a particular vodka martini it's an it's the the drink itself has a name and it's named after a bond villain that's gonna be your hint
0: oh oh boy i'm gonna say this is a really good this is a really good question um thanks man i looked it up myself man it's named after a villain and it's a particular martini Mm. well i totally missed uh missed that right there i'm gonna go with um uh, God, now I'm just drawing. I'm drawing a blank on every villain in the Bond universe right now, because I'm under pressure. Um, I, I can't. I can't come up with anything. I don't know. I'm stumped. Wrong. Crazy. Do you have any a guess, Steve, at all? Yeah, it's the uh, Vesper. Dude, what the he's hell? right. It's the Vesper martini. Yeah, somebody Good job. text that in here as well. Good job. Oh, okay. Don't tell Big J cheat, you <laughs> jerks. Listen, here's the thing. Even if I had seen it in time, I wouldn't use it if it came through on the text message. <laughs> Horse
1: crap. Good job, everybody. Uh, hang on, Steve. You're going to hook you up with those uh, those in this moment and nothing more tickets for Friday's show at the Revolution Center. Did it sound
0: familiar once you saw it and heard it? No, the I Vesper mean, it's the martini? name Vesper, but not the martini part. Yeah,
1: it's actually uh, a drink, and uh, people order it. It's on menus. It's actually named after James Bond. It was in the Ian Fleming book, and also showed up in Casino Royale. And now, Big J, you know, and I taught you something. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We will do some headlines next on the x Rocks. <laughs> headlines are as follows. Fish Traversy. Stop this, please! And hey, hey, not cool. Fish diversity. Yeah, it's a hard word to say. I screwed it up too. An Ohio fishing team has been disqualified after accused of stuffing fish with some lead weights. It's
0: messed up. During the Lake Erie wall. (laughs) You okay? (laughs) No, I just heard a weird noise. I don't know if it was a chair or something. (laughs) But based with that stuffing lead into the poor fish weird situation during
1: the lake erie walleye trail tournament it looked like jacob runyon and chase Kamiski were gonna run away with the damn thing until jason fitcher the tournament director noticed something strange about their fish he picked one up and felt like there was something hard and like egg-sized inside the fish opened up the fish turned out there were some weights inside there that's illegal you can't do that in a fish contest bro you know that the paired were disqualified tournament and the tournament officials are now in contact with authorities is this an arrestable offense i don't know illegal weighting of fish now all the tournaments that the men apparently have won in the past which are a bunch have been called into question that's not Rightfully good man so yeah though. don't cheat don't put a bunch of weights in uh in your fish and apparently this thing has gone viral of the two fishermen arguing about putting weights in fish and uh, the, the unmasking of the, the real villain behind it. So this is a Scooby real big G deal. Style. I don't know how much money is involved in this, but, you know, professional fishermen can make some cash. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. What a scandal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Don't be don't be cheating your way through life, man. Not cool.
0: You'd think that that would be an easy thing to figure out. I agree. If they're uh, cheating, or not? I mean, you think we just to be sure? You got to rip this sucker open. I don't know what they do with the fish
1: once they they're done with the tournament. Do they like have like a big old fish fry, or how
0: does that go? I don't know. I've never been that interested in tournament fishing to know. <laughs> I didn't think not I was even, either until
1: this uh, this fish controversy, if you will.
0: Stop this, please! Or that's
1: not cool. Uh, That's not cool. An Arizona couple has been arrested for allegedly uh, doing a Tinder scam. What is the Tinder scam? Apparently, Crystal Hussey created a Tinder profile and was matching with random people on the Internet. And then uh, they would meet up for a date. And that's when her boyfriend, Jose Sandoval, would come up to them with a gun and pretend to rob them both. Of course, just trying to rob the dude and then uh, would get the property and personal information from him and then extort the person down the road a bunch. And finally, somebody got wise to the scam and called it in. And there were some people meeting them at NBC Suites while this happened. The couple fled when police showed up, were arrested several days later after a police chase through several cities. They faced charges of assault and armed robbery. So watch your Tinder backs, I guess. You never know when somebody's going to go rogue on you. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're getting robbed at an Embassy Suites. Is it weird to meet somebody at a hotel? I guess maybe not if you met on Tinder. That's a hookup app, right? Uh, I guess. So just be careful, everybody. Watch, mind your P's and Q's. Wrap it up with "Stop this, please." Large companies are basically hemorrhaging money right now because they're holding a bunch of unnecessary meetings. Big J. Companies could save as much as $100 million a year by holding less meetings and cutting down on their invite list, according to a recent study. Basically, what's happening is they're killing productivity because they're having meetings that aren't necessary to be had. Uh, They recommend using meeting software, maybe, to help things out, but the less people that are involved in the meetings that don't need to be there, imperative to keep your company rolling and save them money. Uh, according to uh, this survey, most meetings lead to boredom and frustration. Employees say that they'd rather be working than sitting in meetings that they don't need to be in. And overall, companies spend a total of thirty-seven billion dollars
0: per year on meetings. How does that happen, Big Jim? I don't know. I mean, what are they doing in their meetings? Does it always come with bagels and cream cheese like our sales staff? Do they really feed them at every sales meeting? Well, I don't know. I just know I think every Monday there's bagels over there. That's why you see a bag over here the next day and the bagels are rock hard. Yeah, but the sales meetings are Tuesdays.
1: Right. Oh, you think they get delivered the day before? Yeah. And then they eat rock hard bagels during the meeting? Could be. God, that explains so much. But I will say this. I have often vented my frustration about the amount of meetings that we have uh, had in the past here. Of course, COVID made that go away, and now meetings are making a bit of a comeback. And while there are less than before, uh, still a lot of times uh, there are are some time wasted in meetings that I'd much rather be spent working. I know I'm in the minority, but I, I also will say this. You know what else happens around here? People get upset when they don't get invited to the meetings that aren't necessary. It's
0: very strange. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I get upset about it, but no, like, not, uh, <laughs> I, I, I feel left out, that's for sure. Right,
1: but you know you're not missing anything, right? Like, you, you're you yeah. actually better I'm, off.
0: I'm used to being discounted and not asked anything until it's too late. That's not necessarily true. Well, not by you, but by everybody else in the building. Well,
1: listen, Big J. as we said the day we started uh, in, in this show 15 years ago, screw everybody else in this building. <laughs> we'll do our problems. thing.
0: I just never thought we could
1: get a lot of help from anybody we would be on our own morning after with Nick and Big J there's your headlines you're up to date on everything <laughs> Incubus pardon me here on the morning after with Nick and Big J it is time to recap the morning after fantasy football league big j week number four is in the
0: bag i ask you how did you do this week my friend well you know i ended up not feeling as bad about it as going into uh the the game uh that's for sure because uh once again uh got an early start up against me when uh the uh car uh threw down new car threw down with uh You know, uh, that that early game on Sunday, which was the Vikings game, Nick, and um, Jefferson, uh, the wide receiver there, uh, put down 31 points on me. So uh, that's going to be hard to recover from. And then Josh Jacobs has... Uh, an incredibly amazing game for the uh, Los Angeles—I'm sorry—the Las Vegas Raiders scoring 34 points. So you got two players right there accounting for a good portion of points, and uh, I just wasn't able to rebound from that. Man, uh, Derrick Henry, uh, my running back, got me 23 points. Aaron Rodgers struggled in that game that uh, they had, uh, but uh, he ended up putting up 16 points and uh, my uh, my backup running, or my running back number two, Jeff Wilson, last night got me 13 points, so it wasn't an embarrassing run, and Marquise Brown got me 20 points, and uh, I streamed a little bit of defensive action, picked up the Giants, that was a good decision, got me 16 points, but it wasn't enough to survive uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Saquon Barkley, and then you've got CeeDee Lamb had a great game too, 21 points there, uh, the uh, Alave also had a great game, 16 points in their flex, so they scored 161 points, I had 122 points in it's uh it's again i mean i think that's the second time already this season i've gotten just uh, housed uh with uh, going up against points man well
1: yeah you got buzzsawed i mean davante's new car is stacked
0: he's got he is the best team in the league right yeah. now
1: and there's a reason because not only did his lineup do great but like his bench is stupid good too and, and i mean he has uh you know saint brown for the lions who didn't even play who's been a fantasy stud and so he's got some options and that is why he is the the number one team in the league. And congratulations to JJ, who, by yeah. the way, top scorer of the week. So it didn't matter who you – I mean, when you're going up against top scorer, yeah, that's going to that be mean? tough to beat. That means you couldn't have beat him no matter what you've done oh. because he would have beaten everybody else. So congratulations to him. Uh, congratulations to Devontae's new car. And that means you fall to what, Big J? Uh One in three. One of the worst man, teams man. in the league. It's just a real well, shame.
0: I'm going to mix it up with the rest of us that are one in three. There's a yeah. whole bunch of us. <laughs> that's right.
1: Uh, as far as Pickle Nick goes, it was a battle of who wants it less. We talked about it on the message boards, and that's exactly what it was between me and the dead will tell this particular week. It was a low-scoring matchup. I did not get off to a great start. Kirk Cousins did not do well for me in that you early that Sunday. What? What's that? You're going to get rid of that guy or well, what? Who do, I, who do I go with? Anyone but? No, I mean, he, he's putting up at least double digits, which is more than I can say for my backup quarterback, who was doing well up until this week, and that was Trevor Lawrence who had five points so i i'll stick with Kirk cousins for a while because he still has some weapons at least at some point i figure he'll shake out of this funk but he only got me 13 points and then my number one overall pick was jonathan taylor who uh matt ryan has murdered jonathan taylor this year uh because there's no threat to pass that ball on that colts team and therefore they're just stacking the box and jonathan taylor cannot do anything he only had three points before he got injured but i did get a good performance from Devontae samuel i got a Fantastic performance from Travis Kelsey, who is the best tight end in the business. And that's all it took for me to put up 94 points, which would not have beaten a lot of teams this week, but it was enough to beat Jeremy's the dead will tell because he had some injury issues uh, both uh, Tua he was the starting quarterback who of course went out awfully in that Thursday night game so it only got him two points and then you know he had Melvin Gordon fumble the ball twice for the uh, Broncos which basically finished him with negative points Cooper Cup really his only player to show up outside of uh, Maher, the kicker for the Cowboys which got him 15 but he only put up 78 points and that made him the lowest scoring team of the week which means I got a lucky matchup against Jeremy. We'll meet down the road again, I'm sure, and I probably won't be as lucky. But I pick up my second straight win, improved to three and one on the season, and hopefully we'll do a little better than the 94 points that I put up. Elsewhere, rustling up an STD again, Big J. I believe was that the team name that you made him. Do? Yes, okay. yes. Uh, Wayne picks up his first win of the year with a 150-107 victory over Tenacious Dean. Probably the name. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson was a great, great play for him. 39 points for the tight end for the Detroit Lions. That's luck. Right. I mean, that was a crazy (laughs) game. Well, Lions are scoring points like crazy right now. Uh, And Russell Wilson and Miles Sanders had good games for him as well. That was enough to give him 150 points. Congratulations. Tom Brady, the leading scorer for uh, Tenacious D, but just not enough to give him a victory. Top Gun improves to 3-1 with a 143-110 win over Meaty Clackers. This particular week, it was the running back tandem of McCaffrey and Chubb that helped him perform and give him 143 points. 34 points from Ezekiel uh, from uh, Eckler for the uh, the, uh, Meaty Clackers but just not enough to give him a victory. He had some struggles at the wide receiver position that uh, only left him at 110 points. Uh, Too late to say Amari ends up picking up their second win of the year over wrong side of Kamara who falls to one and three, 146 to 119. Leading scorer there was uh, Jamal Williams who had a great game for the Detroit Lions as well. And Kamara not playing at all for wrong side of Kamara and having him in the lineup was not a good decision coaching wise for Courtney, but she can take solid and knowing that it didn't matter who else she put in there she wouldn't have beat uh, too late to say Amari anyway and uh, Gridiron Warriors with the big round this weekend over Peacemakers Vigilantes 115 to 82. Dell falls to 1 and 3. Uh, Glenn improves to 3 and 1. It was uh, Josh Allen who has been a fantasy stud as well as Taylor Higby for the Rams that were the leading scorer there. Uh, Dell's just not getting anything out of his early draft picks. It's not been good. Lamar Jackson had a rough game. He's got some running back issues because Delvin Cook has been injured and not playing well and then you know his his running back situation isn't great with uh, he's got Henderson and he's got, uh, you know, Stevenson for new England. And then he's got Mark Ingram for the saints. And it's just not, not a great performance for him and he only great. scored 82 points. You always like it when Dell struggles. So uh, I'm sure you're happy to see him more, one yes, in three, more importantly, because I go up against him this week. All right. That's nice. A nice battle. And I have got the, uh, I've got Wayne this week, the gentleman that you named the team wrestling up an STD. Again, hopefully he doesn't put up 150 points this week in week number five. Thank you to everybody for playing. You can follow around on NFL.com and check out the league for yourself. That's the morning after fantasy football recap for week number four. We will get some bad impressions. They're happening next in the X-Rocks.
0: On the morning after with Nick and Big Jay. Yeah, and uh, bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. They've got an easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway and tickets we have for you theory of the dead man coming along with all good things for the xmas bash in october the makeup show uh, we'll get you set up to that that's the knitting factory this thursday you should need to figure out bad impressions here's our phone number
1: 208-287-1003 that's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play our little game big j has got three clues they all revolve around somebody pretty famous if you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less Then you are going to a concert on Thursday, having a good time. At least we hope so anyway. And hopefully that makes your week a little bit better. Hello, The X. Oh, God. Hello, The X.
0: Hey, what's going on? Good morning, man. What's your name? I'm Drew. All right, Drew. You're up first. Good luck. Does anyone know what I did last summer? Anyone? Next. I married a prince. Freddie Prince Jr. One more. I was Buffy the damn vampire slayer, man. Oh, I know what her name is, and it's just not there on the tip of my tongue. Drew, 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 Drew. Drew. What's your name? Oh, come on. I know this too. I even know this ad. You don't know it. I don't. Uh.
1: Drew, we think you're terrific. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. You Maybe tomorrow. Have... Sounded like he was legitimately in pain. Hello, the X. Bloating over. Hello. You, dude. Hey, uh, we need to know the answer to the Big J's bad impression. Do you know who it is? Can
0: you repeat the questions? Yeah. Uh does anyone know what I did last summer? Anyone? I married a Prince, Freddie Prince Jr. And Is it Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. I was Buffy yeah. the Damn Vampire Slayer, man. Oh, uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. There you, you go. go, got Good it
1: Good job, hang on one second We'll hook you up with those Theory of a Dead Man And All Good Things tickets for Thursday at the Knitting Factory Why is Sarah Michelle Geller in the news? Uh,
0: so uh, she did an interview with Yahoo's Life Parenting Series And uh, they uh, talked about social media And uh, she, they have some pretty strict rules in their house, Nick uh, Probably stricter than most, she said Our kids don't have social media Uh, They're allowed to look sometimes when it's our phone. Sometimes our kids will be like, you guys are the strictest household. But I say yes, but everyone still wants to come here. Geller said she explained to her children that it's like getting a Paw Patrol tattoo on your face at five years old. Because at that age, there's nothing better than Paw Patrol. And now they're 10 and 13 and you still have these tattoos on your face and it's not even who you are anymore. So it's not a bad way to look at things. No, I mean, listen,
1: parenting, there's no book on how you do it. Some kids are okay to be have access to social media a little bit earlier than most, but it makes sense if you want to draw those boundaries, and that's
0: entirely up to you and how you want to raise your kids and how your kids react to yeah, it. Yeah, especially probably when you're famous. It's probably even more difficult. Oh God, I can't even yeah. I can't even fathom. What's it like for your kids? I don't know. You don't talk to them? No, I do, but I don't I don't I'm not who's famous? You are. You're no. Big J. Oh, Morning After with Nick Horsecraft. and J. <laughs>
1: that's a wonderful (laughs) callback there's your bad impressions we'll wrap up the show here next in the (coughs) x-rock is ghost that is spillways that's wrapping up the morning after with nicky big j here on this tuesday morning thanks for hanging out with us we got to talk a little bit about swear words and how much we use them and our favorite kind of alternates for them We had a chance to have Big J get a movie selected for him to watch and review. That's going to be called Inheritance. He'll watch it tonight and let you know how it is tomorrow. And we gave away some tickets. We'll continue that tomorrow as well with some more Nothing More and In This Moment tickets along with Theory of the Man tickets for shows later on this week at some great concert venues here in the Treasure Valley. We also had a code word for Inflation Retaliation. That will continue at 11, 1, 3, and 5 today more cord words just keep on listening and that leaves you with the floor big j
0: yeah you'll probably see this uh th- flooding around uh social media today because it's pretty awesome that band ghost along with corn motionless and white shine down and a bunch of others all going to appear on the nhl 23 soundtrack uh and it looks awesome
1: yeah, NHL, uh, credit to EA Sports. I don't know why they've decided that the hockey game is the one that gets all the rock songs, but the soundtrack for the last couple years has been very, very rock-heavy, and that includes NHL 23, so well done. Well done. Yeah. Uh, enough to make you pick up the game, Big Jay? Yeah, maybe. Is there fighting in the game? Uh, yes, there yeah. is. They're guaranteed to be fighting in that game. If it's anything like 22, yes, there <laughs> will be fighting involved in the game for sure. So uh, that is going to be coming out later on this month, I believe. You can check that out. But the soundtrack is legit with a capital L. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Pioneer Federal Credit Union. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the (coughs) X-Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.